Hello, and a very festive welcome to another LazPod Christmas special, and a super show the cats and I have in store for you this Yuletide. You may well be forgiven for mistaking this particular podcast for a Halloween show, largely due to the large amount of spooky references littered around the place. It's simply that I find Christmas a little spooky, or that weird business that goes on after the gifts are unwrapped. I think you know what I'm talking about. Anyway, don't worry if you don't, because Christmas is a time for giving, and I have so much to give you right here, you won't believe the eggnog. Coming up on this show, you will find an extended interview with my very special guest, Nicholas Jar, who will be coming in for a chat and to grace us with some youthful knowledge and some exclusive tunes. Also on board are some exclusive material from Guy Gerber and P. Diddy, Nina Kravitz, and some killer tunes from Maya Jane Coles, Funkadelic, Sis, Love Unlimited, and so much more. It's going to be a bumper seasonal bag of goodies. So please be seated, uncross those legs, pull yourself the nearest cracker, and let's celebrate the spooktastic Christmas 2010 edition of LazPod 99. Thank 
the excellent Nobody Else by Maya Jane Coles, a young lady who I'm sure we will all be hearing a lot from in 2011. Before that you heard Mount Kimby, or is it Kimball? Um, and now I believe it's just about time for the Queen's speech. At this time of year, it is customary for us to think about those not as privileged as oneself. It is a time to consider the poor and needy, the wretched of the earth. Yes, I am talking about the lonely ravers. This is the time of year to think about these poor souls and let us hope and pray that next year they too can find somebody to dance with. My family and I would like to wish you all a very happy new year and please give the lone raver a chance this Christmas. Thank you.
Wild west wind, thou breath of autumn's being, thou from whose unseen presence the leaves dead are driven like ghosts from an enchanter fleeing, yellow and black and pale and hectic red.
brand new jam from Fotech. That's Rupert Parks, one of my favourite drum and bass producers from back in the day. Coming through with a new album, I believe. But this cut is slow burn and it's taken from a new EP that will be available in the new year. I think I heard Chewbacca in there somewhere. So I'd like to say thank you to everyone that has been writing to me recently. Last Pod 18, the Beatles special, turned out to be a big hit. I'm so glad you liked it. Don't forget, I'm never too far away, just at the other end of info at DamienLazarus.com, in fact. Right then, let's hear what's on George Clinton and Funkadelic's mind this Christmas. Truly under the impression that he was dead. 
Oh Lord, we pray. wars before someone said this war ended with peace with honor but can that truly be is there such a thing thousands of boys gave their life and for what do anybody know the strength to understand ourselves, for we are mysterious animals, man, and as the boys march home to the witch's castle, they will all need your help.
into the disco spirit this crimbo that's Tanya Garner of course and the brilliant Paradise Garage classic work that body produced by the late great Larry Levan I've certainly played at some amazing discos in 2010 it's been a phenomenal year for parties actually and I'm happy to announce that some of my favourite shows will be repeated again in 2011 especially looking forward to Get Lost in Miami on Saturday the 26th of March and to the next instalment of the Rebel Rave Tour which will come around in September and October of next year and of course, on New Year's Eve, Rebel Rave comes to London under the arches with Mullet Over and Eastern Electrics. That's going to be wild. I'd like to take this opportunity, actually, to thank all the lovely promoters, agents, club owners, flight bookers, and all the people behind the scenes that help me get to the places I need to get to, which I can tell you is not always an easy task, of course. So thank you, guys. Your hard work is massively appreciated. Everything you do, everything you do, when you are a child, everything. 
a track I made a little while ago it's called Finding It Hard and it's actually my gift to you this festive season if you'd like to own your own copy of that just uh, take yourself to www.damianlazarus.com right now which is uh, where you'll find my new blog slash website and Finding It Hard that track will be yours to keep forevermore Uh, happy Christmas enjoy it from the day you're born the day you die if you're one of the poor ones you just gotta work hard a lot of pain a lot of heartache blood sweat and tears so many nights you lie awake crying wondering will the day ever come that you'll be able to rest will the day ever come that you'll be able to relax and just take life easy for a little while Cause it's only lasts for a little while But if you are one of the Economically uh, Poor groups You ain't gonna hardly have that time While on the other hand All the well-to-do rich folks just play Lay and play Having plenty of fun So You work hard every day, getting a little pay. Then on weekends, you got a couple of days that you can say, well, let's go out and have a little fun. I don't want to break my back no more this week. I'm going to wait till Monday and go back again. There's a river that runs along. It's been running along as long as life has been. And this river keeps on running. Just as life keeps on going. And the folks keep on working. Every day they work. Once upon a time there were ten little cannibals swinging on a vine. One tried to pat a big wild cat and then there were nine. One of the nine drank turpentine, and then there were eight. Then one more fell dead on the floor, and seven was their fate. One 
went in politics Then there were only six One took a dive, now five we see One went to Singapore Then there were only four One turned green And then there were three One fell into some blue Then there were only two They drank from a loving cup One became a skeleton Then there was only one And he ate himself all up Then, of course, there were none Now let's do it again and sing the answers Let's sing along with this cannibal song Once upon a time There were ten little cannibals Swinging on a vine One tried to pat a big wild cat. And then there were nine. Oh, gosh, trying to pat a wild cat. One of the nine drank turpentine. Then there were eight. Then one more fell dead on the floor, and seven was their fate. We're certainly subtracting cannibals in a hurry. One went in politics. Then there was only six. One took a dive. Now five, we see. One went to Singapore. Then there were only four. One turned green. Then there were three. One fell into some blue. Then there were only two. They drank from a loving cup. One became a skeleton. Then there was only one. And he ate himself all Very silly music indeed. On a more serious note, this is excellent brand new music from Vita with a track called Dig Down. Everybody, please keep those whiskers clean because coming up very soon we have Nicholas Jar coming into the last pod bunker of joy for a chat.
Unmistakable Time For Us by Nicholas Jar, who, as luck would have it, has just been carried into the Lazpod bunker by the cats. Thanks, pussies. Um, Nicholas Jar is the 20-year-old musical genius responsible for bringing a new dimension to the soulful house and techno scene. He's just launched a new record label and is generally considered to be one of the most exciting musicians around today. Welcome, young sir. Thanks for coming Thank by. Thank you so much. Um, let's start at the beginning. You were born in New York. You relocated to Chile as a child, and you come from French and Arabic heritage. Where are you based now, and where is home? So basically, home is um, both Rhode Island, where I study, and um, my emotional home is still New York City, where I lived half of my life, where my parents are, where my girlfriend is, where where I make music. So the French, my mother is half French, and I've always been going to French schools like the Lycée in Chile and in New York. And then the Arab heritage comes from my father. Your father, Alfredo, is a celebrated artist and um, he works, is it mainly in photography and visual arts or? Conceptual art and photography and some film. That's all over the place. I was looking him up and um, it appears that um, he's written about quite a lot in the in the art press and I was wondering, um, how was um, how is um, Christmas with the uh, the Jar family? <laughs> is it is do you get your column inches out and you and your dad like show each other how much press you've had over the past nice. years? <laughs> nice. Um, no, it, it's kind of more like um, we just get to finally talk about things that we actually want to talk about. You know, it I would imagine um, I would imagine your family are quite supportive of your musical achievements so far. What what kind of advice have they given you? Um, I guess. You know, one one thing is you have to re- really be careful of how much you give, you know? The the for example, if if you if you put out a track that, you know, you just made for fun and then people think of you and with a, with that sort of an image, then it it can kind of, you know, you can kind of let them down later on. Um and and you you kind of, you know, have you have to watch that. You have to give people the right expectations basically. So 
is it really that contrived? Oh, you're really like thinking that far ahead that you you know that you can give like 100% here, but you're gonna hold back maybe 20% because you don't want to give too much away. Well, I mean, if if you give, you know, if for example, you don't want to you don't want to give four big hits and then and then you know big you know hits don't come out of you all the time. So you know you kind of have to wait and give it in you know doses that make sense at least. Interesting. I think a lot of people right now. I've heard your name. They've heard Nicholas Jar, and they're starting to read. Young guy, still at school, but I don't think people really know that much about you. This is the reason I've asked you to come on the show because I think that you know you're making music that's important enough for us to discover who you are. So I'm interested to know how how did it come about that you you became a musician? Well, I mean, I really music was never a thing. I, I never wanted to be a musician. First of all. Number two, um, I always had this urge and impulse to start improvising with music. It was never about making set set songs or set tracks, right? It was always about improvising. That's why I love playing live. It's you know first and foremost an improvisation. Um, n- and number three, I think I was really, um, I, as I told you at dinner just now, <laughs> I'm, you know I'm a kind of a control freak. So the moment I started improvising and other people wanted to improvise with me. I realized that I kind of wanted to take care of the whole spectrum of sounds, which is, you know, horrible in its own way, but also kind of made me, you know, have to create everything and all aspects of a song from, from you know, from the beginning. But this was you, you this was you self-teaching? Completely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I got um, um, three or four piano lessons and I really hated knowing all these secrets of music. I hated knowing the fact that C and G went together really well. That just pisses me off for some reason. Rules. You didn't like it rules. More beyond rules is the fact that it was easy to sound like everyone. Like, I, you know, no, it, no, it wasn't easy to sound like everyone else, but it, it was easy to sound more conventional. You know, and before I was just improvising and it sounded weird. And I kind of liked that. And so it's really difficult to unteach yourself, you know, these like scales and stuff once you start learning them. So then I was like, okay. With with music, with electronic music, or with reason, I'm not gonna start teaching myself. I'm just gonna, you know, mess around until until I learn, but the hard way, because it, it's gonna be more exciting. How many instruments do you play? The the best I play is piano and accordion. But yeah, you got a little accordion there. I have one just. Yeah, there. it's cute, little one. Um, so those are the two that I can actually kind of play. And then I can also play guitar and bass and drums, but those I play less well than piano or accordion. Is there one piece of music that is um, a constant inspiration to you? You know, things have changed in the past. I was I had my Pink Floyd phase, of course, and then I had my Via Lobos phase, which was a real phase. You know, listening to Alcatrofa and Teorem d'Archimède all the time. I I mean. Right now, the real thing that's getting to me, it's getting to my head, it's you know stuck in my head is a lot of a lot of stuff by the Alchemist, the the, the rapper, the the, the the producer. He produces you know beats for whatever he's done for Nas or Jay Z, I think. And I have this one instrumental that I'm completely in love with. Okay, what's the name? Stuck of it? to you. Okay, let's play that Nicholas Jar in conversation with me, Damien Lazarus, on the last podcast.
Nico, you were described in the Guardian newspaper recently as being as exciting as uh, both Ricardo Villalobos and Aphex Twin. Is that too much pressure for you at the age of 20? I'd, I'd be pretty scared of that, I think. It's it's wonderful that you know people are writing that, but obviously this is not you know a reality you know for me in any way you know it's the, the, you know these are just imp- inspirations for me and really people that I completely look up to in in many ways and so you know I take that as a compliment but I don't take it as a any grain of truth at all really I can't I mean how how you know how how could you it must be very weird though no I mean, of course it's weird. It's Suddenly you've been thrust up there. I don't want to put extra pressure on you, but I know that you're aware of all this. So I was just wondering how you're dealing with it. Well, you know, I mean, if you allow me to be a little cynical, you know, the press needs this stuff. You know, this is something, it's part of the whole game. And uh, I, I'm aware that, you know, you kind of need to be, there, ne- there needs to be labels that, you know, get put on, on you. And there needs to be, you know, this kind of hype that's bigger than your name, that's bigger than who you are, just so you, they can sell you. And so, you know, you got to take all of this with a grain of salt. I mean, it's what's wonderful. I mean, I can't, you know, I can't, I can't say that this is bad for me. It's, of course it's not. wonderful. Yeah. I'm not, you know, I'm completely grateful for it. But it is a game, and so, you know, I wouldn't be able to make music if I didn't think it was a game. You started making music when you were 14. Uh, most of us at that age just start French kissing and smoking cigarettes. So what, what, what were you like at 14? Were, were you the kid that was uh, always walking to school with his um, baritone sax nice. on his back, you know, dressed impeccably? No, no. The, all I the kids picked up. I was actually, no, I was actually <laughs> really flim- like crazy. I dressed really insane back then. Yeah. I had hair up to like my, you know. Midriff, I think yeah, he's pointing yeah. at um, listeners. He's pointing at his midriff. <laughs> and and I and I would wear these crazy hats and s- like skinny jeans, like tights. I was crazy. I was really insane. With your you as an artist being so prolific right now, why put the uh, put the extra pressure of uh, the business side of this industry on, on, on you know around yourself at this point in? in your life you're 20 years old you're still at school which we'll talk about soon but you know running a record label is um is actually you know i mean i've been doing it for many years and I, I i love it dearly but it's very much a labor of love and it's really quite laborious it is yeah. you know it's hard work i didn't really understand you know what you're s- i wouldn't have understood what you were saying until this usb thing that i just did which i had to get you know distributors and press and it's a lot of money that you're spending on just love you know um, but I really love it. It's really something I feel at home, you know, kind of really sacrificing for what I feel like is, you know, s- a much bigger cause than me. I, d- I, you know, I make music not for m- myself. I make music to create kind of like t- for my friends, for my family. And so it ends up, you know, this, this kind of label has that type of family vibe to it. And so, yeah, that helps me, you know, that helps me kind of believe in it more. Cool, excellent. So listen, let's take a quick music break and play something from uh, the forthcoming Clown and Sunset compilation. This is Love You Gotta Lose Again by my very special guest, Nicholas Jar. Loneliness. Thank you. 
so recently you've been remixing um, Azarian Third, No Regular Play, and Maceo Plex. What other projects do you have lined up, and when can we expect to hear your debut album? I think you said February. What yeah. Tell us about that. So the, de- the, de- the, the album is called Spaces Only Noise. Um, we just finished the artwork, we just finished everything. It's really just done now. Um, it took us, you know, me and Matthias, the SETI from Circus Company, just had you know, pretty difficult, you know, month trying to figure out exactly what we wanted to, you know, do with it. But now it's finally done and it feels wonderful to have it out of the way. Yeah, I got really for the first time, this is really, I finished two real dance tracks. My It's my my first, I think, real, like, it's 107 BPM. I know that's slow, but it's a real dance track. And so I'm really excited. I don't know where it's going to go yet, but it's, 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 a, it's a dance track. What about in terms of live performances? Do you feel more suited to nightclubs or to live music venues? Are we are we likely to see you on stage with a grand piano anytime soon? Yeah, that's my dream. I would I would love that. It's re- that's really something I want to get to that point. I um hopefully with my li- with my album. Let's talk about college. Uh, you study comparative literature at Brown University in Rhode Island. I'm I'm interested in school. Are you like the Bruno character in the Kids from Fame? that all the kids go to when they have a song to sing. Are you like always at the piano at lunchtime nice. with kids dancing on the table nice. and stuff like that? Um, freshman year, I did that. I, I DJed a lot and I just, I was playing really bad music and just, because I was just having a wonderful time, you know, with friends and I was playing like, I was playing YMCA and stuff, literally. Um, and so, yeah, there I was kind of known as like the DJ or whatever. Now, since I'm doing this kind of more professionally, the last thing I want to do on a Friday night is go play music, you know? I just want to be, you know, with my friends. And So now it's just, I'm kind of just either in the in my studio that I, you know, in, in my basement, um, or, you know, I'm just with, with my friends. It's just, you know, it's, I'm, I'm not really, I'm not really, I'm not really a music guy anymore over there just because it's, it's kind of taking over the other, the other half of my life now, so. Okay. Yeah. I was doing some research before you came in, and you have to excuse me, I'm going to have to read from my notes here, because I, I, I wrote it down, and I was interested in the kind of social activities that are going on at, at Brown, and I noticed on your college website a monthly event called Bite. It says here that Bite is a safe space and discussion group for bisexuals, pansexuals, and their friends and allies. Wow. Come for good conversation and snacking. That's cute. Bite, of course, stands for bisexuals talk and eat. That's cute. Obviously. Um, I thought that sounded like a good night out, and I wondered if you'd been yet. <laughs> no. No, of course, no. The, the, you know, there's there's thousands of these things all the time in American colleges, all these, like, activities and whatever. It's crazy. Yeah. Okay, if you could put together a dream band yeah. of artists, living or dead. To watch or to be in? To be in. Oh, to be in? Yeah. Crazy. Okay. Which 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 band members would you want alongside you? Okay, no, um, I don't know. See, here's the thing: I would be in it, but I wouldn't do anything because I would just want to watch this. But definitely on the keys would be the the keyboardist from the Doors. I forget his name. Um, as a bassist, I would have Waters, Roger Waters. Um, as a singer, I would get I would have Tom York, and then for the drums, I would have I would have um, what's Fela Kuti's Fellow Cootie's drummer called them Tony Allen. Allen. Tony Allen, Tony Allen, definitely. Well and then, and then, and then, and then on the on the on the vibraphone, I would have um, I would have Mulatto Stake. Oh, 
Last pod listeners, just close your eyes and just imagine that. That's Nicholas Jar's dream band. <laughs> um, we're going to play, was it the remix from The Bees? Yes, exactly. Enjoy.
some lucky bees in my time but I think those bees have to be <laughs> the, the, the luckiest of all um, that was uh, Nicholas Jar and his remix of uh, a new single by the bees forget which the song forget the name I forgot we the forget name. the name I but have um, it in my iTunes as Nicholas sure, Jar versus um, the bees something that we're all going to be well you're all going to be after in the near future I've already got it um, anyway so wow thank you so <laughs> much that was amazing um, you've been a marvellous guest Nico before you go I've put together and of 11 degrees of separation quick fire Christmas quiz wow. I, don't, I don't know what we'll achieve from it but who cares so let's hope um, it's magical yeah let's hope so so Nicholas Jar your time starts now Beatles or Stones Stones heavy rock or folk folk people or alone alone <laughs> home or away uh, uh, difficult one because home is away <laughs> New York or Santiago New York Andes or candies? <laughs> Andes. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet or sour? Sour. Portishead or massive attack? Portishead, for sure. Hit in the face or slap on the legs? Hit in the face. Spiders or beetles? Beetles. Nicholas Jar, a very happy Christmas and a happy New Year to you. Thanks thank so you much. for coming by the last pod bunker of joy. Thank you, Damien. Thank you. Thank you.
sábana quien ya no conoce a un magnífico bailarín. Anda siempre muy bien vestidito, que parece un maniquí. Todos lo conocen por manchito, porque baila el cha-cha-cha. La boa, la boa, la boa, la boa. Mi corazón es para ti, mi corazón es para ti, mi corazón es para ti. Untitled. It is brand spanking new and it is by Guy Gerber and P. Diddy. Check this out, this is super hot.
begun to shake the dirt, wiping their shoulders from the earth. I know, I know the nation's past. I know, I know they must at last. They tremble with the nervous thought of having been at last Sufjan Stevens, definitely my favourite artist of 2010. How good was that Gerber and Diddy track? On the subject of Gerbs, he's made an amazing remix of the new Denise Curtel single as well. You must check that one when it comes out. It's released on January the 31st, and that's called The L Word. Uh, now, a little something I'd like to share with you. As you know, I'm a bit of a cat fan, 
and on Sunday the 23rd of January I will be hosting a pretty special event in Los Angeles called Last Night A Kitten Saved My Life in which I will be turning my local animal shelter into what I believe to be the first ever nightclub for cats. Complete with custom made visuals, yes I will be performing a specially designed set to a room full of cats. It's all for a very good cause and if you'd like to find out more please head to www.santedor.org that's S-A-N-T-E-D-O-R dot O-R-G and maybe donate a few quid so that abandoned and needy animals can find a good home. This is the brilliant Maceo Plex with Love You Mama taken from his incredible debut album Life Index. Get into this.
So, I think that just about wraps things up for another year. Thank you to my guest, Mr. Nicholas Jar, and thank you, dear listeners. It really is a pleasure to put this show together for us. I hope I've given you something special over the last 12 months, and I look forward to the many experiences we will share together in the year ahead. Now, a few weeks ago on Twitter, I asked for suggestions to help me select this year's Last Pod song for Christmas, and after much deliberation, I decided on this track, which was offered up by Debbie from London, and I would like to personally play this for all the special little ones that were born into this world of ours in 2010. So this is dedicated to the little ones I know of, to you, Roxy, little Johnny, and to Camilla Evie. Happy first Christmas to you guys, and a very happy new year to all of you. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire Jack Frost nipping at your nose And yuletide carols being sung by a choir And folks dressed up like Eskimos Everybody knows A turkey and some mistletoe Help to make the season bright Tiny tots with their eyes all aglow Find it hard to sleep tonight. They know that Santa is on his way. He's loaded lots of toys and goodies on his sleigh. And every mother's child is gonna spy. To see if reindeer really know how to fly So I'm offering a simple phrase To kids from one to ninety-two Though it's been said many times Many ways Merry Christmas To you Merry Christmas.
Christmas to you. Christmas, you wonderful!